Hello from my kitchen in Mayo. Um, I think it's around four o'clock and it is windy outside. It's kind of got that like grey hanging cloud going on. Um, and so unfortunately not a clear evening for winter solstice. But nevertheless it is dry which is always a good thing in Ireland. And uh, Biggie and I went out earlier to have a wonderful walk by this beautiful waterfall. Um, and the light was just stunning as it rained and then the sun broke through the woods and then it rained again and then the sun broke through. And yeah, it was just wonderful. Biggie was uh, jumping from stone to stone kind of at the top of the waterfall. Um, and it's always lovely to see him figure out he's next move. Like, where should I go next? It's just, yeah. Those moments just bring me true, true joy. Um, so I thought I would kind of follow last week's uh, format, if you will, in terms of asking myself questions <laughs> and answering those questions. So um, here we go. Uh, by the way, I just had the most delicious shortbread. I'm a big fan of shortbread anyway. I don't eat a lot of it, but... Um, when I do, it's like, you know, it's a three biscuit affair. Um, but Kerrygold have launched these uh, circular shortbreads. And oh my God, they are fucking good. I've had a couple with um, a couple of cups of Barry's tea. And uh, Biggie has one as well, of course. Um, so I've got that lovely aftermath of buttery carbohydrate in my mouth mixed with a blend of kind of sweet milk and tea it's just mm, yum and I'm kind of curled up on this uh comfortable chair in my kitchen well reasonably comfortable okay so how am I feeling well right now I feel really fucking good but it's been a really tough week um I have got really bad pains in my hands um, and interestingly, on the topic of spirituality, which I guess I'll kind of cover in this question. Um, so a number of months ago, I had this deep feeling that I was going to encounter a problem with my hands. Now, call it paranoia, whatever. But um, I'm quite... So a psychic told me before that I'm psychic. And... Um, I know lots of you don't believe in that element of spirituality, but I definitely do. And I've had loads of moments throughout my life where I've known something is going to happen and it does. From major things to quite minor things. But I remember getting this feeling around my hands a number of months ago and just being like, oh God, really? And um, over the past number of weeks, my joints in my fingers in a few of them in particular have just been getting progressively sore um particularly in my right hand which I use for lots of hand mixing and this week was the worst week with them and you know I don't take pain medication I eat a good diet like I eat a very anti-inflammatory diet um and it just it really got me down it really got me down and I like to be um, proactive when things happen to me. But in this case, um, it was difficult because I didn't want to take anti-inflammatory drugs like ibuprofen. 
I'm not registered with a GP here yet. So I couldn't go and like get a quick blood test and, you know, figure out what was going on. And so it started to really affect my sleep. <clears throat> I um, I probably woke up in the middle of the night every single night this week and I would just fall into that Google research hole um, of kind of putting the pieces together to try and figure out what is going on with my hands. And I've got a pretty good idea, I would say, what is going on. My sister, who's a doctor, is going to have the fun job of examining them um, next week when I see her for Christmas. Um, but yeah, it's really, you know what, I've got to say, it's really, it really um, stressed me out is the wrong way of putting it. It just really made me uh, feel disappointed because my hands are my livelihood. I, like, I, I, I love hands. And I guess one of the big images I have or that came to my mind this week was one of my grandmother, my father's mother. Um, I remember in the last year of her life, maybe maybe the second last year, and I remember we had a party for her at my cousin's house in Limerick. And um, I remember her hands tapping the table in front of her and they were really brittle and um, kind of warped a little bit um, from the strokes that she had suffered from and old age and you know different things I remember just looking at her hands and just being fascinated by them um and my dad has rheumatoid arthritis in his hands and when I did a DNA test over 10 years ago it came back that I was susceptible to Parkinson's disease um and so I guess I've 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 always kind of had this whole like (laughs) something could happen to your hands someday thing in my head um fortunately I have a really good pain threshold threshold sorry so no matter what happens I'm going to be fine I'm going to power through but I think at the moment I'm just well not at the moment I've moved past it now um last week because it was so pivotal in terms of the pain and just the look and feel of them I definitely went to a dark place with it but I've kind of come out of that dark place over the weekend and um yeah just going to move forward and do everything I can to mind them Um, I'm not sure about you guys but even though all the days kind of just feel like the same and especially for me because I'm living on my own I don't have anyone to socialize with um, there is just something about the weekend that brings with it a lighter feeling and perspective and so I knew though this past week was really difficult psychologically I knew that once I got to the weekend something was just going to lift and Friday night was a tough one again fell into the google hole of research that night but yesterday on Saturday Biggie and I went for a walk and as seems to be the theme of our walks we end up like scaling some sort of mountain completely unpurposeful I was wearing jeans woolly socks like a puffy jacket a barber over that and we ended up just like scaling is the word this mountain and it was so windy at the top it was like I w- at the top I was like how many miles per hour is this going and I've been in really strong winds especially when I was living in Sussex and it must have been over 100 miles an hour like my jacket I was trying to pin it to me absolutely pin it to me my jacket my barber kept trying to rise up over my head 
like literally I was clinging to the rock and staying as close to the ground as possible because otherwise it, that situation would have gone would not have gone well but um you know we're at the top of this mountain we're scaling to the top we get to the top and you have to just be in the moment you have to be thinking about where you're placing your hands where's your foot going to go next um and in particular like how am I going to get off this fucking piece of rock um and one of the amazing things about moving back to Ireland and probably just spending all my time by myself with Biggie is I've reconnected with uh, the daring side of my personality. And when I was younger, I used to love, you know, jumping from cliff edge to cliff edge. And I was a real daredevil um, and had no fear when I was younger. And, you know, you become an adult, injuries, blah, blah, blah. Um, and fear sets in. But it's been awesome revisiting that side of my personality because nothing feel makes me feel more present than being in a situation that could be like life or death. And so we're at the top of this mountain and yeah, my hands are really important in getting me down, but my feet are, my whole body is, my mind is. And I just thought to myself, hands are one element of us, like the whole body, the whole mind, the whole spirit is at play, getting yourself off the peak of this mountain. And so we're scaling down. It starts lashing. I mean, mini golf balls falling out of the sky are landing on top of us. And it's so freezing. It's the wind is lethal. And the golf balls are just like non-stop persistent and my face I can feel my face reddening from the pressure of the hailstone so we're going down super slowly actually to be fair Biggie's racing ahead of me he's so low to the ground that he's having no difficulty and whatever type of muscle he has in his body he's really good at like pulling so he's like pull strength is incredible so he can really pull himself up the rock um, and then like he just dashes down so I'm trying to just focus on my own speed and not let Biggie lead me into this pace that's going to be just dangerous for me. But we kind of get like we get to this halfway point down the mountain, um, at which point the hailstone stops and the wind just stops for maybe a brief 60 seconds and you cannot hear anything. And the peace that comes with that is incredible. I'm sure any of you that have done any hiking or mountain climbing will be able to relate to this. There is always a side to a mountain. And it was the same with uh, Croke Patrick, which we've done a few times now. But there's always this part where you just can't hear anything. And I feel like I'll be chasing those moments for the rest of my life. Um and it's just so peaceful and then you kind of get down a bit more and then the noise kind of comes back into play and you feel less present again to be honest um but we get we get to the bottom and like my legs feel like jelly my feet and I honestly I'm so grateful (laughs) to be down and safe and uh reasonably warm inside my barber um inappropriate hiking gear if ever there was one but it was just yeah it was just a great feeling and I think 
when you're living in these times and you're living a very isolated life, nature and moving your body offer you feelings like no other. Other people maybe that don't enjoy activity, maybe you guys will have something else. Like um like I know some people like absolutely adore reading and just being stuck in that book is their lifeline and I do feel like that when I've got a good book but for me there's something about being out in mother nature's elements moving my body that just I don't think about the future I don't think about the past I am just thinking about the present and my place in it and it is awesome um so yeah the weekend has brought like distractions um and I got an awesome night's sleep last night which really helped my mind um yeah I had uh the weirdest of dinners normally I'm like mad prepping like brilliant dinners but I came home from that mammoth walk and watched the match Mayo lost unfortunately Dublin just their speed and skill in the second half of that game was phenomenal and they deserved the win but I was gutted for Mayo absolutely gutted for them but uh yeah so because I was so ingrained in the match I made myself a tuna sandwich with local leaves and kimchi and lashings of butter obviously and I put it in between two slices of my toasted black sesame whole grain sourdough bread and then I had a beautiful Mescan Brewery um, session um, IPA, which is just gorgeous. And I had some biscuits with some raw cheese and um, Savoir Faire. He's, um, Alan, his sister does the desserts there. And she made these delicious Christmas biscuits, which I had with some beautiful raw mayo cheese. And I got myself to bed early, lads. I was like, I'm getting myself a good night's sleep tonight. Um... And so I guess, yeah, in terms of what I'm processing this past week, it really has been my hands. Oh, God. Like, right now, I'm moving my index finger and my middle finger, and the pain in the joint is just... Yeah, it's it's, it's not good. But um, the other thing I have been processing is, um, I guess, the theme of number one perspective and number two expectation I have been speaking a lot with my best friend Sue about expectation because I think well I think we all suffer from expecting too much of people and scenarios a lot of the time and I think right now because we are all searching for moments of happiness um, expectation can come into the fold quite a lot And we are expecting more out of the times that could perhaps bring us joy and happiness. And I've had to work on that this week. I've had to work on expectation. And I've been thinking about it, you know, almost there have been days where I've been thinking about it hourly. And I've been thinking about conversations I have with people and meetings that are about to happen. Well, not about to happen, but you know, things that are going to be happening in my life professionally next year and things that will, I mean, hopefully unfold personally. And I've been thinking about 
trying to lose any feeling of expectation because what I've concluded is that dialogue and communication with people and ourselves in scenarios that we experience by ourselves are much more I think I think the results from dialogue or circumstance that is free of expectation are much more positive um, and I really really profoundly believe that now um, and I guess the older I get I do want to do a better job of living in the present because I think with that my approach to life will feel more fulfilling and so for me this week's kind of theme has been let go of expectation look at perspective um, and see what happens um running has been amazing this past week my legs are getting stronger um when I'm out running I run at a time whereby some of the farmers are out with their sheep and cattle and it's just wonderful you know like running along the road and just saying hello to these farmers like snug as a bug with woolly hats and scarves and you know old jackets and old wellies and just just their earnest smiles and their wonderful hellos and just the aura about them is just I don't know for any Irish person that's ever lived for a time in the countryside you'll understand what I mean it's just I don't know like they can be at the other side of the road to you and just a wave and hello from them and a smile it's a moment that gets you through what might otherwise be a difficult isolative day and so yeah running has been running's been great it also shows me it shows up when I'm feeling vulnerable when I'm feeling tired running shows things up in you that you might not realize if you hadn't gone for that run and so yeah I've been grateful for that and grateful for Stormzy I freaking love Stormzy and he probably out of any artist has been in my ears the most this week um I wanted to talk to you guys about butter so obviously I love butter um many people do um but I've been reading this book about Tony O'Reilly who um was a massive entrepreneur and businessman in Ireland um he was the CEO and chairman of Heinz for a period of time in Pittsburgh. Um, and But before that, he was the CEO of Onboard Banya. And Onboard Banya, well, which was later called the Irish Dairy Board, um, their sole prerogative was to export dairy product. Um, and it was established in 1961. And I think Tony took up CEO in 1962 and I think the guys I mean it was you know it was uh, st- strongly government-led they wanted to you know make design develop products um with dairy um and, and, and export them obviously but when Tony came on board he was like what the hell are we going to be bothering our time with developing new dairy products when like 
butter's fucking awesome milk's fucking awesome like we don't need to develop stuff cheese is fucking awesome like like what what i don't get it so he looked at um the butter market in britain and britain was importing i'm don't quote me on this now but i think britain was getting like 80 percent of its butter from new zealand around the 1960s and tony was like ah listen lads like we can definitely take some of that market um and he did and uh, he created this brand called Kerrygold, which was established in 1962. Um, and Kerrygold, I mean, everyone knows Kerrygold. Kerrygold is a phenomenal Irish brand. They turned over um, one billion in sales in 2018. That's the largest number. Like that that's the biggest food brand to ever come out of Ireland in terms of sales. Like it's just phenomenal. Um and so yeah they they began to really own the British market in terms of butter. And um interestingly they didn't sell it in Ireland. So for eleven years it was just exported. And in nineteen seventy three when Ireland became part of the EEC and um, that's when we finally launched Kerrygold in Ireland. So pre that, you know, we would have all been like just buying local butters. Um, and so, yeah, it's just super fascinating. And obviously then in 1973, now a member of the EEC, we were able to sell butter, you know, across Europe. And um, to this day, Kerrygold is the best selling butter in Germany. It's the second best seller in the US. Um and it's cheese brands. I think um, some of its hard cheeses are like, they, they come first in Greece. And I think the first ever cheese ad in Greece, in fact, was a Kerrygold cheese, which is just fascinating given, you know, feta and, you know, like the cheese culture in Greece that an Irish brand was the first to do a cheese advertisement there. Just super, super interesting. But um yeah the irish dairy board it, it's called something else now it's or new or something i i don't know what it stands for but um it's just a phenomenal story and i was speaking with a friend chef of mine there recently um he's a chef in london and um i was telling him like oh my god i can't wait for you to be able to come to ireland and introduce you to all these raw cheeses that are here um, and he was like, oh, like you guys need to do a better job of distribution, like getting them over here. And I don't know. I just thought there's something beautiful of like protecting micro industries. And um, there's something beautiful as well about not exporting stuff. You know, there is something beautiful about just allowing the people of that area to enjoy the product because we all know that fundamentally through eating product, eating food things that are made and grown in your area is better for our gut health. Um, and so it's funny how the world thinks, you know, I guess, and Italy's done a great job of that. We think, oh, we must, we must export, we must export. And I don't know. It's funny, I guess. What I'm trying to say is that I'm living in this beautiful countryside um, eating copious amounts of cheese and butter and loving the taste of everything um, but on the other hand you know I've just had a couple of Kerrygold shortbread biscuits um, and I think there's 
there's room for for both um and without both I guess you wouldn't appreciate either one so yeah I love butter I just freaking love it um one thing that has been really really bringing me joy in Ireland particularly in Mayo is the number of rainbows like I see a rainbow every day legitimately every single day I see at least one rainbow and not like half a rainbow a full rainbow ground to ground like it it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit and I'm thinking was there always this amount of rainbows in Ireland like did I see a rainbow every day growing up and I don't think I did and maybe I'm just really lucky maybe I'm out on the roads (laughs) when the rainbows are there or I glance out the window or I don't know maybe I'm seeing things who feckin knows but I genuinely don't think I'm seeing things and I'm just I'm just kind of mind blown by them I find myself pulling over onto the side of the road a lot just to look at them and sometimes try and capture them but yeah it's been I feel like I've discovered gold. It's it's a very leprechaun Irish moment I appreciate, but I just gotta shout out rainbows. They've and the colour in them is so clear and iridescent. It's just oh like on my way back from this waterfall this afternoon, there was one and I was really fortunate I was driving straight for it the whole time until maybe the last like one point five kilometers. But um yeah rainbows man they're like they're my unicorn ah god what else to share with you guys I'm super excited about seeing my family next week my dad my brother and my sister um my brother and I are hopefully going to go for a swim with Biggie and have a flask of tea on the beach afterwards and uh yeah I haven't seen my brother since I got home so I'm just oh I'm so excited about seeing him yeah I've just yeah um yeah on the table for me for dinner tonight is some salmon some wild salmon and I'm gonna do some roast potatoes and I'm gonna roast up some broccoli I'm gonna do it all in the bread oven actually because the bread oven makes the roast potatoes just mm, caramelized and you know what I think I'm gonna have some bubbles tonight I bought some bubbles to hopefully celebrate Mayo's win yesterday and uh well they didn't win but however they got to the final which is awesome and uh I just wanted an early night you know what I mean I just was like sleep was was calling but I think I'm gonna light the fire I'm gonna throw on some music um I'm gonna cut up the potatoes and I've got some carrots I think to use up and just fucking celebrate life man you know what I mean like Living in the moment when I can really manage to do it serves me and my mindset so well. So well. I just love it. And other than that, I guess I just want to wish everyone like a really happy Christmas. Um, Tomorrow and Tuesday, I'm going to be working hard here in Mayo to try and get this um stuff over the line for the school in the new year and uh yeah and just 
I guess, reflect on what's been a pretty wild year and work on those manifestations for next year and maybe maybe trim my fringe I might do that actually I think I do need to actually do that oh I forgot to tell you guys a really funny story so my toilet's blocked which is really fucking annoying um but I have a fire so that can make things a little bit easier so you know when you're like living in the middle of nowhere and it's fucking covid and i don't know getting a plumber at the best of times is bloody hard work you always have to wait and it's the one problem you like really don't want to wait on so um and also you know i'm renting this place and you know i've i've like refurbed so much like over the course of like the last six years i've done a lot of building in homes that i've lived in and refurbs so I think I'm just over shit going wrong. <laughs> I just want an easy life. Um, but anyway, so like it's obviously a terribly old house and the systems are old, etc., etc. So I could tell, you know, the water pressure, it's not great. And oh, anyway, the toilet got blocked and I was like, it's OK. I just won't really use it. I'll just like not use toilet paper, which is is fine when you're someone who has, you know, perfect poos and I'll just like hopefully it'll go away like hopefully with underuse it'll go away but it didn't so eventually I did have to like call someone to try and get it sorted now it's still not sorted so now what's been happening is they promised to come today they're not here who knows if they're going to come today anyways so it gets to the evening anyway and um I anyway a situation occurs and I need to use toilet paper. And I'm like, oh no, like I really do not want to add to this problem. You know, when you're like, you don't want the plumber coming out and having to, anyway, you get my drift. So the fire is lighting. So I wipe myself and my jeans are like straddling my ankles as I walk from the bathroom into the living area and put the toilet paper into the fire. Fire, you know, does its job within a matter of seconds, which is great, you know, brilliant job done fabulous pull on my trousers thank god no one lives near me no one no one's lurking around the windows looking in at like jeans straddle my ankles but there's just you know those moments in your life that you just find really funny and just make you laugh like they're delicious moments in a way and so probably for four evenings this week I've had to do this exercise where like jeans straddling my ankles walk into the living room put the toilet paper in the fire everything goes up in smoke Bob's your uncle brilliant and uh yeah it's just just funny isn't it like fires are great fires are fucking great um yeah maybe I'm going a little bit insane that could be happening one night during the week I um I went to bed and I lay on the flat on my back like I I sleep like a mummy essentially like I love sleeping on my back I think it's really good for you etc etc so I've kind of trained myself into it um so I literally I'm like a mummy on the bed and I feel like I'm gonna burst out crying because it's just been a tough week in my fucking hands but I look at the ceiling and I just start laughing like howling laughing at just the hilarity of everything that is experienced by oneself and what happens and yeah how you address things and just 
here I am a mayo of no one to fucking hang out with and it's uh it's gas like making big plans for next year next year is going to be a completely different one it's just yeah funny right lads that's enough out of me over and out happy christmas ihawa and i will talk to you next week so much love your baker girl karen <laughs>